0: Hello and welcome to Unpredictable. We are a goal-setting, goal-getting group and we do this podcast when we can. This is episode 112 of Unpredictable. Our mission in life is to live authentically and a little bit unpredictably. We work through the struggles of real life as, as we learn. Today our music is from Purple Planet. Thank you, Purple Planet. I am Judy Ring, and I am a podcaster. Professionally, until Friday, I am an account manager. Personally, I'm a mom and a grandma, a volunteer and a sports enthusiast. And I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota with my husband.
1: Hi, I'm Sarah Tipler. I'm a mother, a runner, a good life enthusiast, PhD student, and I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. Hi, I'm Katie
2: LeBrun. I am a girl mom, a farm wife. I'm watering flowers, and I work in eastern, or I live in eastern South Dakota. (laughs) And you work there, too.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, it's fun to see you guys again. It's been a long, long time. And so tonight we're going to talk a little bit about four rules for success that I found from Harvey McKay's uh, column in the Star Tribune. And we're also going to talk a little bit about... Mental health or or choices we make maybe about decisions we make and how we work through very tough goals sometimes, and then we'll just throw in a little bit of whatever makes us happy at the time, uh, maybe what the fall looks like, how our summer's going. talk a little bit about some fun that we can plan for. so I'm going to jump right in and go through learning from Warren Buffett, not Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett taught us always enjoy a good Margarita. Warren Buffett has some other ideas for us. And so let's talk about those a little bit. I thought these were surprising, and I'm interested to see what you two think about them. So he has four rules for success. One is to choose your friends wisely. Who would think that Jimmy, Jimmy, not Jimmy, now I got it confused. Jimmy has lots of good friends. Warren Buffett, on the other hand, who would have thought that he felt that having friends was important and... um that that would be one of his keys to success. We, you should have friends that have one thing in common. You like each other for what you are, not we, what we want the other person to be. I thought that was pretty good. So that's, that's kind of from the heart. Um, his second point is continuous learning. And I know, Sarah, this is going to resonate with you. He's a big believer in lifelong learning. You don't go to school once for a lifetime. You are in school all your life. Mm-hmm. I that one really stood out to me as well. Education is an investment and never an expense.
2: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think um, he says, "I'd like to say if you think education is expensive, try ignorance." <gasps> Oh, yeah, zing. (laughs) Isn't that good? Point number three is to improve your communication skills. If you improve your communication skills, he guarantees that you will earn 10 to 50% more money over your lifetime. Thought that Mm. was good too. And verbal communications tend to create confusion and misunderstanding for a remarkable reason. The 500 most common used words in the English language have more than 14,000 definitions wow yeah i thought that was interesting and his fourth point is oh this is a good one for you katie it is to have the ability to say no why is it so hard to say no it's just a tiny two-letter word but it is the tremendous it it is tremendously liberating so why do we feel so guilty saying no i thought those four were interesting i don't know what i thought they were going to say but when I read through that, that, that really stayed with me. And then, of course, this is Harvey McKay, who's swimming with the sharks. His column is called Out Swimming the Sharks. And his moral of the story is, one more gem from Warren Buffett. You only have to do a few things right in your life so long as you don't do too many things wrong.
2: Hmm.
1: Wow, Those you'll have to send those to me because, um, yeah, they're they're simple but really profound things to think about and and kind of just remember or keep top of mind every once in a while I think so too Not, not
2: your average list of
0: things on that topic right things you don't think about is when you think about how are you going to be successful you think about getting up at 4.30 in the morning and nose to the grindstone and connections and and these are really different so just to review choose your friends wisely be a lifelong learner uh, improve your communication skills and have the ability to say no so all good things i think
1: so that's my
0: that's my little thing for today so now it's over to you sarah what do you got for us today
1: well, just real quick, I feel like the the one about saying no is really interesting to think about, um, especially as people who are goal-setting a lot and really doing trying to do a lot. <laughs> and it's easy for us to, I think, take things on and often at the expense of other people because we can be perfectionists, or because we know we can get things done. And so we say yes and yes and yes. And then we get burned out. (laughs) Right. Um, In like kind of with the the current times, kind of watching Simone Biles and knowing that she can say no to something at the level that she's at um, is really inspiring to be like, you know what, I could probably get all these gold medals, but I don't need them because it's not worth it right now. <laughs> and it really can put into perspective how, how, um, yeah, we can place value on things that are actually hurting us or put pressure on ourselves that doesn't help our well-being at all. So that's a good one to think about as well. You
0: know, when you bring up Simone I I read a few things tonight about it, and I, I'm proud of her. Because she, this twisty thing, I didn't understand what that was, but it's when they do these tricks, and they don't know where they are even. They don't even, like, they come out of the twist, and, and that's so dangerous. And I read an article about her, I believe it was a Russian gymnast in the 80s, who her coach forced her to continue to do whatever gymnastics tricks she was doing, and she did one, and she broke her neck at age 20 and was paralyzed for the rest of her life, and then she died at age 47. And you know, had she not done that trick, she would not have broke her neck, and she probably was pushed so hard. And then a second thing is um, Carrie Scruggs, remember her, and she did the vault and broke her foot or did whatever she did, was injured, and Bella Carole made her do another one, and she should not have done it and she's sobbing and crying but we needed to win that stupid medal it's so sad to me it just breaks my heart for these girls and the third thing on that is that i was listening to a radio program today and they were talking about in the interviews they did before these the event one of the journalists and this is not a journalist There are journalists and there are sensationalists. And this was a sensationalist that was looking for clicks and shares, asked her about the abuse before the Olympics. Seriously, haven't we talked about this already? Where were you before? Just shut up and sit down. You don't get to talk about that. Well, guess what that did to her mind, I'm sure. I mean, it's horrible, horrible what we do. So, okay, I'm stepping off my soapbox.
1: Last thing on that is um <laughs> Shakari Richardson, the super fast track athlete that also happened to her with a interviewer basically revealing that her mom had biological mother had died. That's how she found out. Right. You know. <laughs> Come on, people! I know
0: we can anyway. do. People are so mean. They've, we've just gotten to be such a mean society, and we think we have a right. And I blame this on social media. We think we have a right to say whatever hits our head, and we we don't keep th- Remember when your mom used to tell you to keep things to yourself? If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Let's go back to that. How about that for a minute? Yeah. Okay, I said I was getting off my soapbox. Okay, now I really am. (laughs) I'm a little passionate about that.
1: Well, before I talk about my uh, latest developments with my goals, I'm just wondering about you both and and if you have a check-in or update on anything, how things are going and what you've been working on lately as we are moving into August here soon. Uh, I, I was I, just looking at my. Go ahead, Sarah, or Katie, you go ahead and start. No, you start.
2: I just was looking at mine the other day, and, you know, this all resonates because the triathlon was going to be a big one for me this year, and it just fell off. And I was staring at that the other day, wondering if I should cross it off, or I thought, maybe I should go look at that schedule one more time. And I thought, no, I don't have time for this, and it doesn't matter, so... I'm going to hit some goals. I'm going to hit some big work goals. I've had a really big work year, and I've had a lot of big accomplishments. And there's some things that I won't hit, and that's okay because it doesn't matter.
0: It's okay (laughs) to say no to yourself once in a while, too.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I really need to water these
2: flowers, (laughs) though.
0: It's pretty dry and hot out
2: there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, I, I will say that I, for me, I've tried to just do weekly goals. Every I'm having a bit of a struggle coming out of COVID. Uh, I, I've had a lot of big things going on in work. I'm changing my job at work. And so there's been a lot of stress with that. Some of it self-inflicted stress. Uh, I have my cleaning lady fell and got hurt and is out for seven weeks. So I have to clean my own house now, if you can imagine that. <laughs> I mean I don't mean this I'm I'm just don't that's something I don't do and I'm not trying to be pretentious. That's just something I choose to not have on my list. So I've had to do that. <laughs> that really <laughs> sounds bad. I'm really sorry. But that's something I don't want to do in life. I make choices and that is something I don't want to do. And so anyhow I feel like big goals are just not in the game right now. I have a 10-miler on my list for fall. I'm in the Twin Cities 10-miler. So running, that's that's easy. I'll do that. I don't know how strong I'll be, but I'm going to do that. Anything mm-hmm. else, I just can't get past. I barely can. I have to make a list at the beginning of the day lately. And I'm blaming. I've had a very bad cold. I'm blaming anxiety and the, lo- the COVID I mean, the thought that we could go into lockdown or have to put on a mask again is daunting mm-hmm. to me. Mhm. Uh And that it's, I I am trying to stay in the moment more, and so maybe that staying in the week doesn't mean that the goals aren't there. I'm not reading. I'm, I'm... I don't know. How about you, Sarah?
1: Yeah. Well, you've had a lot going on, and I think how you both talk about where you're at this year so far is, like, I've accomplished things, and also I've let go of things, or I've had a plot twist and kind of changed directions a little bit, and that is just the way it goes. Um, especially with COVID and kind of it coming back around here, and um, you know, school starting again, it is a little frightening with a little kid that doesn't have the vaccine and being around people again with that aren't vaccinated can be a little scary. So. I mean, your feelings are validated, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you for that. We
0: appreciate it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I mean, people are going to think I'm crazy because I'm, you know, doing a PhD program. And I recently, I've been snowballing my goals into, one thing has snowballed into another. Um, but I think towards the end of the last semester, I signed up for the virtual Boston Um, just thinking like, I can do this on my own. I'll never be able to run Boston or qualify for it. So this is kind of like just a fun thing where I can walk the 20 some miles if I want or whatever. I just thought it'd be kind of a fun goal. So, um, that's in the beginning of October and I don't really know what prompted me. Oh, (laughs) this is what it was. A discount code. They just always get me a good old discount code for many happy miles um, because I'm in that program, um, prompted me to consider, well, if I'm already running 26.2, I might as well run a 50 K. It's only like five more miles. It's why not do that? I could walk that, whatever. So I looked into the 50 K program through uh, another mother runner and used my discount code, (laughs) um, and signed up for the training plan, and also because their plan was actually more appealing than the marathon plan I was following. It seemed more doable, um, and it was more had more variety. So I was like, well, if anything else, I'll just follow this plan, and whatever. It's a virtual race; it doesn't matter if I don't do it, whatever. Um, so I get into the program, and there's people doing fifty milers, fifty ks. Um, people who have done hundred milers are in there, just really, really amazing women. And it's just a whole different world kind of, because most of these are trail races and it's another ball game. It takes a lot longer and, and whatnot. So anyway, long story short, I found myself quickly going from a virtual marathon to, well, maybe I'll sign up for this Nike Trail Challenge over two months, too. Okay, I'm going to sign up for the 10-mile um, Park City Run and the, th- the half-marathon Park City Run, and now I'm signed up for an ultra in Moab <laughs> in November. So there, this is how I operate, um, apparently. So. <laughs> All over a discount code. <laughs> All over a discount code. But the, the cool thing so far was, so I was already pl- – running or um, on a training plan for a marathon so I jumped started this new plan pretty I think in the second week but I was already on track and it is challenging but I've been doing the workouts and the strength and I've been like I know that if I don't do these things I'm going to get completely crushed on this race and so that's kind of been fun for me to put school aside and really just try to enjoy being outside, and really push myself to get on the trail solo um, for a long amount of time, and um, yeah, so it's been kind of a crazy last few weeks. So um, how
0: are you feeling? Are you feeling stronger? Are you feeling like, I got this? Are you feeling like, what the hell did I just do?
1: Oh, we went through all the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know if you've done this before where you have pushed the button to register for something and you immediately wanted to cry because that let happen to me where I was like, I got the registration done. I got the, the, um, the how the lo- lodging in Moab. I just did it one night. I just did it. And I was like, what did I just do? <laughs> why, why am I doing this to myself? And then, um, then I'd be staying up late dreaming about the trails and being like oh this is gonna be so cool if I could do this and then the next minute I am freaking out like what what am I doing I'm not gonna be able to do this it's that's such a long ways to run and who you know so I I definitely went through all the emotions but the the big part of me doing all this is that I'm in my third year of school I'll probably be done by the 4th. I want to eventually have another kid, and I feel like this is my last, like, hoorah um, of my own time. My daughter's at a good age where I can kind of get out and do these things for a few hours, and I just want to see the area. That is partly at all is, like, I want to see these trails. I've never lived by somewhere that's had this many trails and mountains, and, like, it's just so pretty here, so... That's my big driver, and um, I guess before coming onto this podcast, we were kind of talking and the mental side of leaping into something big, and I would relate this to even coming back to school or for you, Judy, maybe starting a new job where you went from comfortable to, like, I kind of got my routine down to just not knowing and then questioning your capability, questioning, like, why am I why do I push myself to do these things when I don't have to? Or, I mean, just all those thoughts or fear. I've been really, really working with fear, um, by being out on these trails where there's mountain lions and bears and moose and like rattlesnakes actually is a big problem. So, um, and running solo with like men, (laughs) you know, that's a, it's just um, a different level of pushing myself where I've really been learning to trust myself and say like, okay, go in with a plan or join a group that is faster than you and deal with not running with them and deal with saying, this is not okay with me. I'm going to go at my own pace. Um, Just all those little pieces of trusting yourself and, and then talking yourself through like, well, what if I, what if I don't finish this race? Well, you'll get picked up. It'll be fine. What if I, you know, like just countering all those what if questions. I've been doing that like every night. And eventually now it's been getting a little bit better where I just have to mitigate the fear of the, the long trail runs and kind of figure out how to do them in a way where I'm comfortable enough to enjoy my time out there. Um, But that's been a huge, huge shift for me or a really interesting thing for me to all of a sudden be out there and be like, wow, I'm doing this by myself or like, wow, I just went up 2,300 feet in elevation on this run and it was so hard. I didn't think I could at the beginning. I thought I can't do this. I really can't do this. And I did it, you know, so like there's just some really cool parts of letting yourself try something in, in letting yourself know that it's okay if it doesn't come out as you expect or changing your expectation to like, just today I was like, well, if I only run five miles of this trail race, that's five miles. I've never ran on a new trail. That's really cool. I don't like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Um, so sorry i'm rambling but no that's i'm just, loving oh this i i what so
0: I'm- it's like the imposter syndrome it's a real deal like what, what mm-hmm. would somebody why would i think i could do this and yeah the things you talked about you are spot on those are exactly the feelings that i've had with changing jobs because i could have stayed in that job until i retired it was a great job mm-hmm. But this challenges me, and, I'm, and now that I'm getting ready to start that new job, I'm really excited about it. I know there's going to be pitfalls. There's pitfalls in my current job. But this is, a, this is really a exciting. It's a brand-new position. so mm-hmm. And for you, it's a brand-new challenge. And you haven't challenged yourself physically like this
1: probably yeah.
0: for quite a while.
1: Yeah, I did my, the only marathon I've done was 2000, I don't know. A long time ago. maybe. (laughs) And I think typically they want you to have done one in the the year, you know, before doing an altar. But I was just like, I don't care if how fast or slow I go. I know I can hike and walk and drop out if I want. Whatever, I'm going
0: to try it. I'm so proud of you for trying it because it's, it's beyond what i would do and i i just think it's very cool that you're trying it and that you're challenging yourself
1: well well, i
2: also think you deserve a lot of credit for recognizing that you know you have all these things going but you can take this time for you because that's not an easy thing and that you'll have some really busy years ahead of you potentially again and so it's time to do it now or it's going to be a while because that's you're a young mom in a PhD program, a long ways away from family, and it's not easy. it have been really easy for you to make those excuses, and you're sounds like you're doing awesome past all of that. I'm sure there'll be hard
1: days still, but you're gonna get this. Well, part of it too is it's summer, so I'm I'm positive right now. <laughs> but right. there's also you talk about the four things and surrounding yourself with people. Um, I'm not necessarily friends with these women, but I'm in a trail sisters group and I've been following um, another mother runner who lives out here and did a hundred miler and she seems really nice, but I just have been following these people or trying to get, um, keep a pulse on people around here that are, they're all running distances like this consistently. Um, so if I'm going to learn anything, I might as well do it while there are people who, happily are like hey do you want to go run 14 miles this weekend (laughs) I don't know you but you know there's just kind of the support to be able to do those things lifelong
0: friendships lifelong learning look
1: at what you're look what you're gaining here
0: (laughs) you're going right down Warren's path
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll see how I am a little nervous about when school starts but um You know, part of not being by family is that we don't have a social life, really. So that's also a reason where I'm kind of feeling time that I would have with other people, with myself, I think. Like, I probably couldn't do this if I lived by my family, um, because we'd be doing things. (laughs) The time is right.
0: The time is right for you right now.
1: And, you know, our trip down to Moab helped, because I could see where this is and it doesn't feel quite as alien to me to go down there so thanks for you all joining us me on that adventure (laughs) we'll be following along and cheering along
0: from afar that's for sure
1: so i'm curious in kind of this experience that i've been having with my mental fear mostly it's been mostly fear um but the what ifs kind of are maybe part of that or anxiety i don't know do you both find yourself going, having moments like that where you're kind of stuck in this well what if or um, doubting yourself or, you know, do you have strategies for getting past that tough spot mentally, especially when it comes to goals that like you want to do but are scary, scare you to death?
0: <laughs> I don't know that I have I mean it was very scary for me to change this job. That's probably the scariest thing. I don't feel like I I don't have a lot of fear. And I actually said yeah. that in my interview with this new team that I don't. I I I've lived through a lot and I don't what's the worst thing that can happen? You just said it. You walk, you hike, you you drop out. Big deal. Mm big deal if you didn't try it you wouldn't even have the opportunity to drop out Mm -hmm. and I used to say that to the kids all the time you know what is the worst and I've said it on here before what's the worst thing that happened and I remember one of our daughters was in dance and she's like yeah but what if and I said what if what tell me what if what if she said what if I fall down I said you get up you know you're not going to die from embarrassment Mm -hmm. just you get up but if you don't go out there and try it, you haven't gained anything, mm-hmm. and so that fear for me I don't know I learned that a long time i'm I'm afraid of spiders, but I'm not afraid of very many other things. I don't <laughs> like a scary spider uh, <laughs> I, I it's. It's reality for me. I'm not, I do, I don't have a lot of fear. You know, I live in a city that's a little bit frightening right now. We've had a lot of crime. It's everywhere. It's not just here. It's everywhere. Again, mean people. But I keep myself out of situations that, I try to keep myself out of situations. That doesn't mean that any one of us can't be in a position at one time that might not be good. But you try Mm -hmm. to keep yourself out, you try to keep yourself safe, which is what you're doing on the trail but mm-hmm. if if you don't try things, I get anxious, but I probably can't say that i I really fear anything you know mm-hmm. I don't fear yeah.
2: Katie, how about you that's That's real interesting um i I don't know how to answer that, I guess I definitely go down the oh, this could happen, this could happen, get in my head really bad. I am a person that has to talk things out with several people and get outside perspective. And I don't, I don't know if I just need that, um, uh, reassurance or what? Yeah. Validation really, but I, I, I'm not definitely fearless in that respect, but part of, I think, working on our mental health you know and our growth through all this stuff means that we have gotten better at dealing with it too hopefully not that things don't happen and and hard things come up but um I I don't know I definitely have to talk about it with people (laughs) well and I I do too though but
0: I I I bounce things off of you too you know I bounce things off my husband um some of my friends and some of my kids you know, I'm not but at the end of the day I'm responsible for my own decisions and and I am responsible for my own happiness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so if I think about will this make me happy and again I I often go to what's the worst thing that would happen?
2: Mm-hmm. So what's the worst thing in at, perspective. That,
0: yeah, if I if I fail at this job I haven't failed at any jobs in my life really. I really haven't. I mean I I wasn't a great waitress, but I, I didn't fail. You know, I just found something else to move on to. Uh, but but I, I don't know. So I guess I always think there's something around the corner. Maybe that's just optimism on my part. Maybe it's pop, being a Pollyanna and thinking that it's always going to be fine. Everything, it's all fine. Um, yeah. So maybe it's not realistic for a lot of people. It just works for me.
1: Well, in part, like, an exa- A really good example of something that came up was there was a, um, a run last Saturday that was this hard one that I was talking about. I haven't ran that high of elevation with that much elevation gain, but I needed to get the elevation gain um, practice. So I joined this trail runner group. All of them were super fast and in shape, and this elevation gain was nothing for them. I was dying, but before before joining them, I almost bailed on them a number of times. All night, I was like, I'm not going to be fast enough. What am I getting? There's been moose up here. What am I... Like, no, I don't... I should just not do this and play it safe. And I got my stuff ready, knowing that I was scared, really scared to actually do this. And when I met them, I was like, I've never ran up here. Don't know this trail. Um, I'm from South Dakota, <laughs> sea level, um, <laughs> we're starting at 8,500 feet. So, um, they're like, it's fine, you know, and then, and that's when I did have to stop and slow down. But once I kind of got up there and just kept going and kept going and kept going and then telling myself, I can do this, I can do this. Um, I wouldn't have seen the view. I wouldn't have seen just this beautiful view with really cool trail next to these these alpine lakes and um, I got to see the ski resort which I've never been up to really and um, as I was running I just was like man what if I would have said no what if I would have let myself not do this I would have missed one of the most beautiful loops now I know where it is I know it's super popular so I would be able to do it again Um, And I felt so proud of myself for doing it at the end. So like, yeah, it's hard to manage those conversations you have with yourself. But then it's also like, what if I miss out on this really good thing instead of the bad thing?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) That that right there. What if you miss out?
0: That's the fear (laughs) I have. I have fear of missing out
1: (laughs) Same spiders and missing out. (laughs)
2: You almost never regret doing something, but you regret not doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. Hmm. That's the story. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I think
0: it's a good place to be. Katie, what do you have yeah. tonight?
2: I don't know. I just, can't okay, I'm not sure where July went. I've been just plugging along. Work has been... Stupid busier than it is supposed to be in July for me, and that's basically going to be the rest of the year. Um, partially because of the farming economics that we're in, partially because of drought and weather and all the things, and partially because, as you know, well, hopefully, COVID restrictions have been lightened. We've just had more meetings and catching up and all the things that we haven't done for a year and a half. So, um, we are going on a vacation this weekend, and that'll be nice. I hopefully will try to get my work done beforehand so that I can, but regardless it'll be a good it'll be a good trip to get away for a little bit. Uh, I received my 2022 planner in the mail this week.
0: That's <laughs> so exciting. It's like Christmas I, for you.
2: I had my mid-year review on Monday or something earlier this week and my boss was giving me dates for next June and July because he's like, I know how you are. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I'll be able to write those down. Now, did you go with the agenda Go again? I did a plum paper again. I have really liked the layout of that planner. Um, it's not quite as customizable, but I can do a lot of things in it. And I'm a little bit okay with writing things in because sometimes I want to change stuff. So I leave a lot of blank space and then I can sticker or write stuff in. Um, it's a fair amount cheaper. And I, I like the layouts and the tabs and I've just been real pleased with it so um this one is significantly thinner than the 2021 planner that I got from them just because I kind of knew what things looked like um and so that's going to be a lot nicer than my current one too so
0: well I can't wait to see it in person because you know how I have planner envy from you I am enjoying my agenda go this year though I I went with a really pretty pattern and I'm liking it a lot and I am finding that I'm using it to take notes during meetings and i now i learned so much by putting this one together that of things that i can do differently moving forward
2: you and gotta I, keep a list on the front of it or so you don't forget
0: oh i write that's really true i i that's a good idea i'm gonna make a note of that <laughs> <laughs> make a note make a, to make a note <laughs> yes i'm gonna make a note to make a note all right what's fun what do you got coming up we'll um it's just been a while and we don't know when we'll get together again, you know. It might be next week and it might be next month. We don't know. So, we are going to take a few extra minutes and talk a little bit about what what do you have fun coming up? What are you reading? What's going on in life? I'm reading a new Anne Lamont book that my daughter sent me and I realized why she likes Anne Lamont so much and it's because she is Anne Lamont and I love Anne Lamont. She's like my favorite. And this book, I could totally be reading about my daughter because they have all of the same things going on. So that's kind of funny. But enjoying that, I'm running and cycling, but not a lot of either one. And I'm doing my step bets, and I just can't believe it. I signed up for a marathon step bet. And I am talk about wanting to pull back after hitting the button. And I'm only in the, the first week. And it's like, God, what was I thinking? But it, it's not very many steps. But I I need to do that right now. I feel like I need to push myself. Because like I was saying earlier, I've had some issues with anxiety lately. And more like, I, am I doing the right things? And my husband keeps telling me, Judy, you don't have to be busy all the time. You have to learn to relax and rest. And, and that's hard for me. What?
1: What Anne Lamott book were you reading? Because I've read a couple of hers. I've read Bird by Bird. My favorite book ever. Almost everything. And I read one a long time ago by her, like one of her first Hold um, on, I'm gonna grab it right now. And this is a funny story because I was sorry. I um know that I liked her, so I I got the almost everything book on my um from the library. And I was listening to it tonight, and I was like, "I think I've read this one before." And so I went to Goodreads. Sure enough, I just read it last year. I had that um, happen recently too. Yeah. I was
0: going to read a book, and I started, and I thought, "This sounds really familiar." <laughs> and I looked at—I love Goodreads. It's called "Dusk, Night, Dawn: On Revival and Courage." Mm. Highly recommend. She wrote it like during the pandemic. And it's just a short little, like, you can read the little vignettes, and um, I'm halfway through it, and it's just really, really good. She's
1: such a good writer, such a good writer. Yeah, and she's funny. When I was re-listening to this book I already read, I was chuckling to myself because she has a certain sense of humor about having really bad, like, she will, I mean, this isn't funny, but the way she puts it of, like, wanting to jump off of high things. Right. She has this, like, feeling but she'll talk about it in a way where it's like I don't know, it's it's just really good writing. <laughs> yeah, it is really she's good fine. writing.
0: Highly recommend her her little Ted talk she did. If you haven't seen that Ted Talk that she's done, you you gotta watch it. It's about eleven minutes long. Best eleven minutes, I'm telling you. It's really good.
2: How about you, Katie? Uh, the flowers are in very full bloom and loving the hot weather. Um, this weekend is the first farmer's market, but I won't go to that. So in a couple more weeks, I will. And it's just kind of been fun to bring people flowers and um, have that. So we'll see how it goes. The, the special ones are just starting to bloom, and so that's fun. Um, I got a new pickleball paddle besides my planner this week, and now I get no pickleball this week because the nights didn't work out. So next week. Watch out, Del Rapids. <laughs> All right. Here she comes with her new paddle.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking about the senior games. The senior games. I could play pickleball at the senior games. Except there's probably a lot of really good pickleball players at the senior games.
2: Yeah, okay. but you could be one of them.
0: Oh, okay. Thanks for that. You never know until you try. <laughs> That's true. How about you, Sarah? What are you loving?
1: Um, I have been reading, so I finished the Code Name Helene book. That was really, really good. Um, I read The Seven Hus- Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which was also really, really good. Oh, I love that book. Um, and I just finished Olive Kedridge by Elizabeth Strout. And I think there's a second book to this one. I think it's called Olive Again. And it was good, interesting, but it left me, maybe because there's a second book, it kind of left me like, uh, I don't know what to do <laughs> with this. Um, but it wasn't bad. It was good. It was a good read. Um, so yeah, I'm just on to trying to find my next read, and hopefully, it's not one that I've read before.
0: Um, I recommend Musical Chairs. I can't tell you who the author is, but I feel I like did you... Read
1: that.
0: did you like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that did, one a yeah. lot. I thought that was good. So all right sounds like we're all uh, going the same direction maybe next time we'll talk we'll dig into last quarter goals perhaps or or what we're going to do through the end of the year start talking about putting a wrap believe it or not whereas we go into the last quarter um it's really good to talk to you guys i just always feel like you ground me and uh, i appreciate that a lot so all right Have a great vacation, Katie, Sarah. Good luck on the run. Stay away from the rattlesnakes. They sound really scary to me. I'm just not. I might be scared of them, too. (laughs) Yeah. That might be another fear I have. All right. This is episode 112 of Unpredictable. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to get back here on a more predictable basis. Have a great day.